Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out-of-this-world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship, and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Welcome, my sweet pleasure seekers. For those of you who are tuning in for the very first time, you're in for a treat. After over 400 episodes, you're tuning in to something that is going to be promising to be an educational, a hilarious, and a fun show. So this, af this afternoon, I was saying to my husband, he's like, so you're doing your show tonight, right? I'm like, yeah. It's been seven and a half years, hun. I'm still doing my show, but um, it's funny. He actually called it a show this time because, you know, for the last seven and a half years, he called it a class. And as soon as I changed it to say, I'm doing my class, he's now calling it my show. So who knew? Who knew when things go backwards and upside down, what happens in the world and what shows up? And then I proceeded to tell him the topic of the show. And I think he just about spit his coffee all over his computer. So the topic tonight is how to use anal play for healing. And he kind of spit all over the computer because I said, I gotta go do non-existent research for my show tonight that I don't even know if research exists. So I'm gonna go and contemplate and meditate and ask the universe for information to come on in and flow on through. And just for fun, I did actually Google search how to use anal play for healing. But I have to tell you that the results were just there. There was nothing exciting in the results other than to tell you that, you know, anal play can be fun and some really good, simple tools for anal play if you've never had anal play. But it didn't really go into the possibilities of healing with anal play. So this has been channeled by me. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Now, if any of you listening do happen to super enjoy this episode and you're like, wow, I would really like to know more about that or how to do that or how to choose that or how I am going to be giving lots of tips and tools during the show. I had so much information come through. I wrote an article. So you're going to be able to find that this week in Inspired Choices Network. It's Hand it in. It's just ready, rocking, ready to go to get published, publicized. It's going to get publicized. So how fun is that? And when it gets publicized, you guys can check out the article. So you don't really even have to take notes tonight. There will be information on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can go into our articles and you can find it there. Um, it's going to be called like healing with anal sex or something like that. You'll find it for sure. It's one of my articles. So we will be starting off with why the heck would you even think of using anal play for healing? Who came up with that crackpot idea? Well, you can use anything for healing. So here was my thought. Here's my thought process on this. 
is I love working with things homeopathically where you use something that is, say, for example, you might use something in a, the minutest level of poison to heal something else. And I love the concept of using these uh, things that, that might cancel each other out. So my thought on this was, what if anal play is in a way, it's not homeopathic in the sense that it's medicinal, but in the way that it could be energetically uh, in a way for the bodies, in a way kind of like a homeopathic. So if you've had trauma, what if you can use play, the same type of touch, not the same type of touch, you can use touch in the same area with a different energy behind it, with a different intensity behind it to be able to create healing. So there's my idea behind this. And why I suggest it is because I've come across several people in my life and in my practice who have actually like asked for this um, in healings. And they're, they're like, can you do this for me? And there have been the handful um, that I have ever uh contributed this to it really comes down to a huge level of trust and play and please do not contact me asking me to give you anal sex because sweethearts you probably can't afford it let's face it you don't know my rates on that front however when it comes to the healing stuff it's possible and it's not a first session or a one session kind of thing so this is something that if you've been coming to me forever and i happen to trust you i might do this for you all right but otherwise, not so much. So why I'm sharing this information with you is because I do know this is stuff you can do for yourself. And I know that if you have a partner that you trust enough, you can also allow them to work this with you too. It doesn't necessarily, um, some of this stuff, yes, it does require somebody who understands anatomy, but some of the other stuff can just require somebody who has some time and patience with you and is willing to be in conversation with you because some of this stuff can be healed through conversation as well. We're going to be looking at the emotional stuff that might be healed, the physical stuff that might be healed, the spiritual stuff that might be healed. We're looking at that trifecta, mind, body, spirit, right, of how we heal. Um, mind being the part that we talk about with the emotional on this front. So, they all work together. And what do we do to start to create healing? And why would we need it? So certain things may have occurred in our lives that require healing. Uh, so for example, if you've ever had surgery, if you've ever had like prostate surgery, if you've ever had a child where you ended up with a tear, for example, like I did when I had my, my child, um, I had this mega tear from my vagina all the way to my anus. It was like a doozy. It was like, it was the rip of the perineum that was like a fault line from some kind of crazy universe. I'm not sure, but it took like 45 minutes of stitching. And for a long time, I thought I was going to look like Frankenstein in the crotch, but luckily it healed. And luckily, I also know how to work out um, scar tissue. So luckily, I don't have a Frankenstein crotch, which is nice. However, this does sometimes happen for people and they, there's like a lot of shame that comes in with that. And there's a lot of like, you know, no, like sometimes what happens when all the shame comes in is like, you don't want to be with your partner because you don't feel like you want them to see 
your vulva or say for example with men if you've had prostate removal there could there could be you don't usually see the scar tissue there but there could be things that have occurred because of that that would create nerve damage that then you don't have um, a functioning erection so there's some sometimes shame that goes along with that so there's a lot of these like shame things that kind of sit right in our anus in our anal sphincters. So we have two kinds of muscles in there. One that's a voluntary one that we can relax and one that's an involuntary muscle that we relax. So the outer one we can voluntarily relax and the inner one is an involuntary relaxation. So when, when we look at the anatomy of the body, sometimes there's damage that's been done. Maybe you've had hemorrhoids removed that were external and it's created scar tissue. Maybe you've just had an accident where something occurred and you had all of a sudden, um, you know, a cut in the anus. It could have been from violence. Like there are so many reasons why there could be, um, why there could be this issue in the body. So what we're going to do today is we're going to look at all the many different ways that, um, all the many, many different ways that we can heal with our bodies um, and the different things we can do to start to shift that out. And they're going to be super simple. So where are we going to start right now is we're going to start with, uh, we're going to start with, so I feel like we're going to start with the emotional. Why? Because to me, a lot of times that's the part that we avoid the most. So let's start with the part that we avoid the most and look at that. When I say that, I say, we don't just kind of look at it and go, oh, I think I have an issue there. Well, what I, what I mean by looking at it is that we're going to go through some discovery questions. And I have these discovery questions written in the article that I wrote for Inspired Choices. And some of the questions for, on the emotional level for you might be something to explore like, when I think of having something penetrating my anus, my first impressions are, and then you can write down some impressions. I know that sometimes when I mention even the word like anal sex to somebody uh, in discussions, if I'm coaching and I say, have you ever tried anal sex? The looks on people's faces are usually like, no, like their eyes get crossed, they get all uncomfortable. Um, it's an awkward conversation for most people. So I'd like you to look at the emotional connections to even the concept of what it would be like to have anal play. Like, so when you think of having something penetrating your anus, what is the first thing that comes up for you? And then what are some, some other cascading emotions that come after that? And there may be some other um, emotions that are like, at first there might be fear, but then there might be a cascade emotion where you start to feel, oh, maybe that's excitement and then trepidation and then maybe curiosity. So it might start with one and then it kind of cascades off and you start to feel and sense all these other sensations that come up. So that's a question to really look at is like, when I think of having something penetrating my anus, my first impressions are. And if there's a lot of violent uh, images coming up, violent sensations coming up, then what you want to become aware of is that there's 
probably a lot more emotional stuff that needs to be looked at and dealt with before even proceeding to do anything physical. And what I think goes on for a lot of people is they just don't want to do this level of healing. So they end up having anal sex or they get anally penetrated by a toy or a finger without having any discussion prior to that, whether it's self-reflection or discussion with a coach or discussion with their lover. If you're really uncomfortable talking with it with anybody, you can use these questions in journal first. That might help you become a little bit more open to exploration. Then if you need, still need to have some discussion or exploration, going to somebody who's a professional like me, a sex and intimacy coach can be really helpful as well. And then as that becomes more comfortable, sometimes the conversation with your lover can also become more comfortable as well. What, um, what I notice is that a lot of times we don't have the language or the words to be able to have the conversation with our lovers. So I think that when you start to know what, you know, what's coming up for you, and if your first impression is pain, then, then you start to go, okay, I wonder where, you know, what that's about, because is, is, does it have to be pain? So if, if in the only time you've ever had anything go into your anus, it was painful, it might've been for a doctor doing an examination, maybe they didn't use enough lubricant, um, you know, sometimes there's not a lot of patience with their patients because they have a lot of people to move through in a day. So it just kind of, kind of becomes robotic, like boom, 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 you're in, you're out. And there isn't like a, a kindness or a waiting or anything like that that happens. So when you do go through some of these emotional discoveries, you'll start to realize that, wait a second, there's something underlying here. There's something going on. Here's another question I'd like you to look at too. So I'm going to give you a bunch of questions. You can go through these on the commercial break um, for yourself. So the first one again is when I think of having something penetrating my anus, my first impressions are write down those first thoughts or feelings that might come up. And then any of those secondary or tertiary cascading feelings that you might notice as well. My thoughts on seeing someone penetrating or playing with an anus are, so if the only time you've ever seen anal penetration is in pornography, um, the first time I ever saw it was in pornography and it was, I was living with a guy at the time and at like three o'clock in the morning, I could hear these noises coming from our living room. And I looked up and he was watching uh, anal somebody being anally penetrated on the TV. And it was like 40 inches of uh, penis in anus in my face. And I was like, whoa, it looked violent actually. So even though I was like 26 at the time and I knew what it was, the whole, uh, my first impression was that looks violent. And a lot of the porn pictures too, that you'll see there or the imagery in porn is like, it can look violent. These Sometimes these guys are penetrating really hard, really fast. They have really large penises, depends on the porn you're watching. Um, and what you have to know is that in porn, people's bodies are prepped for a very long time and they use a lot of lube. They're not there. If you're watching porn that, that's actually um, consent, consensual porn where somebody has agreed to be in it, not some of this other disgusting stuff where there's no consent. Um, when there's been consent, 
and these people have agreed to it and they're on a production team and they're making a movie they don't want their stars to get sick or hurt or whatever this is how they're making their money so they will look after them um, not always you want to you know if you're watching porn you might actually want to see who's creating ethical porn there's a conversation for another day uh, I don't know exactly who is creating ethical porn these days. Anyhow, side note, it's not like it is in pornography. Your body does need prep time and it does not occur a wham bam, thank you ma'am, you open the door to their house, they pull down their pants and you shove your penis in their anus. It's not how it works. It's just not how it works. I have a few more questions I want to give you before we go to break. So we're just going to run a little bit into break time for now. but. Um, my so here's another exploration to look at is my thoughts on seeing someone penetrating or playing with the anus so that was the last one now here's another one my beliefs about anal play come from so if your beliefs about anal play come from the church or uh, cultural or family or um you know the only thing you ever knew about anal play came from somebody who was a molester like all of these things have an impact. So here's another one, because our anuses are really about excretion and letting go. Uh, here's the question on who or what am I resisting letting go of? Um, here's another one. If I relax and let someone in, blank will show up in my life. So I hope you enjoy those kind of exploration questions. They were fun to come up with for sure. And they will be available in the article when you look on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com we're going to have a few more parts to this show about healing the physical healing the spiritual in the next few segments so the next segment will be healing the physical when you come back you'll be listening to that you are listening to the pleasure zone here on inspired choices network and we'll be right back after this commercial Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. 
to participate in the program today. Join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. So tonight we're talking about using different techniques and tools for healing the spiritual, emotional, physical uh, things in our bodies via anal sex. So how fun is that? Using anal sex as a healing tool. But it's more like anal play. That's actually a thing of what I wrote. So anal play can be a variety of things and it doesn't always mean penetration. So I wanna be clear on that because some people think it has to be penetration. Anal play can range from anything from just touching the anus. Some people will lick the anus, some people will penetrate the anus, some people will put heat or cold or spank it or you name it. There's a lot of different ways to play with anal play. What I'm talking about is using play as a healing modality and how we go about doing that. So on the emotional front, doing self-exploration. So the reason to me why you would be doing healing via anal play is because there's something going on in your life that has been a physical, emotional, or spiritual trauma that you would like resolved. So when you're going for this, this is a really good time to get super honest with yourself and start to ask some of those questions that I put uh, out to you just before we went to the commercial break. And if you don't remember what they were, if you're just hopping in now, some of those questions are questions like, when I think of having something penetrating my anus, my first impressions are, and then you write down what your impressions are, my thoughts on seeing someone penetrating or playing with an anus are, my beliefs about anal play come from who or what am I resisting letting go of? And if I relax and let someone in blank will show up in my life. So it's a curious thing because, you know, that blank could be like, you know, if you relax and let someone in maybe sadness could show up in your life, or if you relax and let someone in abundance will show up in your life. But these are your answers, not mine. So this is all for your self-exploration on the emotional front. Also for the emotional aspect, it's great to talk with somebody who is either a coach or somebody who is, I think that coaches probably have this covered maybe more than um, some other modalities, but although a psychiatrist or a psychologist might also do that. So you want to check to somebody who is in the profession that they can walk you through this. I am one of those people. I'm a sex and intimacy coach, and I'm happy to contribute some time to you. So if this comes up for you in your life and you would like to look at this and see what's going on, why this, you know, what triggers are coming up after doing these self-exploration questions, and you'd like to know more, we can do a discovery call. That's on me but we need to book it in advance. So you need to get a hold of me through melitzajelenic.com. You can message me there. You can find me on social media as well, and you can message me there. I think it's great after um, the last show, one of the last shows I did on, um, what was that one about? Oh, anyway, in the last few weeks, I've had several people friending me on social media and then asking questions 
to me about the shows. And I love that because if you are listening to my shows and you do have questions, I'm more than happy to contribute to you. So let me know that you have listened and that you have questions and I'm happy to uh, contribute when, in, when I have time. So we're going to look at now healing of and on the physical. Before we, you know, right at the, the start of the show, I kind of mentioned a few reasons why something might be going on physically directly related to the anus or anything that is just above there like we're talking about the rectum and all these like you know when you start to get internal what's going on as well so I mentioned things like possibly like prostate being removed or having had a child and having a um, an episiotomy or having had um, maybe hemorrhoids removed or fistulas removed, or maybe there's been scarring from something else. Maybe there was like, you know, maybe you had some kind of sporting injury. Uh, who knows? There's so many reasons uh, that things could go wrong. If this was like the time of the, um, the Spanish inquisition then you know you could have been stuck on one of these uh, metal cones that would open up and rip your anus open right but that could also be past life stuff we'll talk about that in the next segment on spiritual healing because there are lifetimes of weird things that people have done um, that could be bringing up a lot of stuff when you start to go whoa i wonder if that was true from this life or another life like where does that fear come from so whether you had surgery or whether you had an accident, it's not really that that part is is only pertinent to you and in, in your healing uh, process and like how attached you are to um, to the whether it's like to the cancer or to the surgery or to the accident. That part's pertinent to you. But the part that I'm talking about on the physical healing is it's the the relevance um, of where it came from is not as relevant as the fact that it is something usually that can have uh, can change. So if there's scar tissue creating problems and pain, there are ways that you can massage that out. Now, sometimes that scar tissue is, is so far gone. If somebody has been violated to the extreme, um, like some extreme violations are just awful, like having a knife in your rectum or something. Some of that stuff is stuff that is, it, it, there's so much trauma and there's so much emotional and spiritual healing to take place before you can even remotely get to the physical part of it. Um, that it, it is something that if you are choosing to heal that is, um, is you and your commitment to the healing of it, right? So it wouldn't be on those kind of levels of, of um, damage to tissues. I would not recommend jumping in on a session where somebody says yeah on the first session we're just going to massage out your um all your scar tissue i wouldn't recommend that unless they know that you've been doing a whole bunch of emotional healing um, maybe they're working in tandem with uh, somebody who's doing emotional healing with you uh, there that in effect could actually trigger more trauma in your body so there's always, there are always multiple components to healing. And sometimes the scar tissue just doesn't heal because there are other things going on in the body that are preventing healing taking place. So, uh, you know, once some of those things are on their way to being resolved, whether it's, you know, 
and not having enough, um, say, enzymes in your body to break apart tissues to actually have, you know, a really healthy blood that's going to go and heal the area. It can be so many things. So um, regardless of that, like we'll put that stuff aside. We're coming to this from the, the body is ready for physical healing. It's gone through. You've gone through doing some emotional work. You probably headed towards the spiritual, maybe even done some spiritual work. You're having a great and clean diet so that your body can heal. Uh, whatever that great and clean diet is to you. And, um, and you're, you truly kind and caring to your body. Now we're moving on to the physical of how do we heal the physical? So that scar tissue, that damage that's done to the tissue, sometimes it creates like nodules and little ridges in the body. And a lot of times if, if you're really, um, patient about it, you can actually massage those nodules and some of that scar tissue out. I know that when I had my daughter, I had the coolest midwives in the world. And they were, um, when I had, because I had stitches right to the anus, but I also had stitches internally in my vagina. And they were so freaking sweet about it. When I would go in for my, my checkups after um, my child was born, they would offer to massage me internally. So on several occasions, they massaged out my, um, they massaged out the, the scar tissue for me they, and they showed me how. So that is, that can be like a huge blessing if somebody can at least show you what to do, how to do it. Now you wanna make sure that when you are doing anything in the anus for physical internal massage, that you are using a water-based lube or a silicon-based lube. You want a really good lube. You want to make sure you're not allergic to it. You can put it on like your hand first if you want to try that out. Um, the, the tissues on your anus are definitely different than your hand. Um, and I don't want you to test this out, but I know this for a fact that if you stuck hand lotion on your hand, it's going to feel okay. But if you stuff that same hand lotion on your anus, not so great. I know because I tried that when I was about 12 or 13 years old and it's stung like a mofo. So not all lubricants can be used on all areas, but if it stings your hand, it will definitely sting your anus. All right. So let's be clear on that. Um, but you know, if it doesn't sting your hand, that doesn't always mean that it's going to be okay for the anus. It's just something to kind of have as a bit of a gauge. Anyhow, most water-based foods are safe for most people, but then again, try them out for you. So you're going to want to use that and you're going to want to be unbelievably patient. The kind of patients where you might get bored, where you're just like sitting with your hand on the opening, uh, the exterior area where you're opening, where the opening is. So when you, when you start to have like that, that kind of, when you can have that level of patience with somebody for their healing, then their body can relax. And it's so key that a body actually relaxes in order to heal. We've talked about that in many different shows, the why and the how that happens and the different responses in the body. You can go back and listen to all of those and figure out the why. Why do you need to relax to heal? I could say it over and over again and I could talk for hours about it. Just know that that's a fact. And 
when that does occur, when your body does relax, you can, then what happens is as your body relaxes, you'll actually start to notice that your anus will start to relax as well. We have a lot of muscles that go right into the anal sphincter. And when they relax, that's a lot of muscle to relax as well. And when you can, when you can actually massage the area, whether it's massaging internally or just right on the edge of the, the external, um, the external anal, um, can't think of the word right now, <laughs> but, but there are, uh, why can't I think of that? Anyway, it'll come, it'll come. Um, when you are massaging, you'll be able to notice that the body starts to open. And as the body starts to relax and open, then you'll just, you'll notice that the person is, is relaxing more and more and more. And as they relax, the body will just start to do different things. Like sometimes the body, the person will just want to cry or they'll go into like um, tremors or something and it's okay. Like bodies will do that. So I'm telling you this for if you're doing it to yourself and you have these reactions, you don't have to freak yourself out. Just be with yourself. Just like be there. And you might have your finger near your anus and you're just sitting there and you just want to ball your eyes out and that's okay. Just be present with it. When your body stops crying, then you can move your hand. Don't just move it because you're like, oh my God, I'm crying. And you just like get freaked out and move your hand. Be patient, keep your hand there. Let your body release as much as it needs to until it's done. And then eventually your body will be able to open up even for penetration. I think we're gonna have to talk a little bit more on the physical level as um, as I haven't talked about everything I wanted to talk about yet in this segment. So we'll touch on more of that in the next segment as well. And we'll tap into the spiritual as well in the next segment. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back after this commercial break. Are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. Hey. 
How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Just before we went to break, well, actually, if you're just coming in right now, you're coming in with a treat. We're talking about healing our bodies through anal play. So on the emotional, physical, and spiritual levels, how are we going to do that? In the first segment, we talked about the emotional healing. So you can go back and listen to that and recap some of the questions that I shared. In the second segment, we talked about we've been we talked about healing the physical. And I still have a little bit more to say on that front. As healing the physical, I highly encourage you to find somebody who either does visceral body work, somatic sexual body work, um, any kind of uh, body work that that is and that they are trained in working with internal type work so you can ask that I need you to know and this is mostly for the men out there because I don't get this from a lot of women but from the gentlemen out there who are like yeah yeah I want to do that and you already have it set up in your mind that you are going to go and get anal sex or anally penetrated, and it's going to be sex from a therapist. That's not what's happening. All right, let's be clear on that. The people who are doing this are trained professionals doing this work. Um, yes, you can get somebody who is a um, sexual surrogate possibly to do this work for you that's different work again that's professional it's different than prostitution all right just being clear on this and when you go to a professional I would hope you know this is this is the kind of standard that I would work within but I don't know if everybody does is that there would be a discussion a conversation about that as an option and that would only come up in conversation if the person had been discussing that or if there's relevance somehow in their um, in what was going on with them in their life if they experienced something violent if they were looking at trying to find a solution to let go of the sadness or the anger or the rage that they are aware of that's in their anus so all of those would be relevant then there would be numerous conversations there would be a lot of discussion on the emotional front and coaching to work through the emotional aspects of it, targets that are being looked at um, as well. And there would be different coaching tools that would be used in conjunction prior 
to any physical contact of that sort. There would also need to be a client practitioner agreement. Uh, there, so there would be like a something signed and agreed that this is consent. This that was about to occur is consensual. This is blah, 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 blah. There needs to be that kind of level of consent going on and permission forms because I have had clients come to me and tell me that they had uh, practitioners do this sort of thing to them and they didn't know it was going to happen. Nobody even asked and a finger either went inside their vagina or went inside their anus and they had no idea it was going to happen. It freaked them out and it really scared them and I get to do damage control. So please have discussions, have permission forms, consent, super important. And those consents need to be written um, so that you as a practitioner, if you are a practitioner and you're doing this and you don't have consent forms, you need to do it for your own safety, for, your, for the safety of your business. And also you need to have, I have permission forms for all the work I do, um, whether it's body work or energy work, everybody signs a consent form. So when you have the consent forms, um, that, is, that is just a smart legal move and the permission and the discussion and having details written in the consent form that are agreed upon. Now, I really do not recommend doing this uh, with somebody that you've never met before as a professional because you don't necessarily know if they are professional. Um, and you don't really know what their intention is and you don't even know if they're qualified. So you could be walking into some place and you get some practitioner who's just a regular horn dog who is looking to penetrate anybody and everybody and calling it some kind of work. But in reality, they're messing people up big time. So absolute professionalism is required and also having qualifications is helpful. I would say it's necessary. So also, um, so permission forms, permission forms, permission forms. <laughs> there needs to be information and a description and an explanation of what's going to occur. Uh, there needs to be a use of lube 100% because anything going into your anus, your anus does not create lube on its own. And it has very sensitive, delicate tissues that can rip. So you need lube so that you're not creating any damage in there where there could already be damage and the damage is, you know, going to be added up and multiplied if you're going in and damaging more. And you need your practitioner to be wearing gloves. And that is also key. And why hygiene purposes is really where it's at. So you really want to have that going on as well. And patience, a lot of patience. You can, with working on anybody's anus, you have, what you need to know about this, and I've talked about this in the anal sex shows before, where you need to be able to sit and just wait for like 30 seconds to two minutes, or sometimes longer, depending on the level of emotional, spiritual, psychological damage going on, you might need to wait longer. So you're going to need to be patient with the person and just have your hand there, not shoving your fingers in or a vibrator in or a dildo in, 
And this is for you doing it for yourself too. Just have your hand there, just be patient. So I will give you a little hints and tools. Do this for yourself first. If you've never done it, then you can be your first person that you do it on. You can also use gloves for yourself because sometimes even if you think your nails are short enough and they're manicured enough, there can sometimes be little snags in your fingernails and they can actually rip the tissue in there. So you wanna be smart and you wanna be safe. So you can use gloves as well. The great thing, one of the things that COVID offered us was the ability to get gloves everywhere. So you can find gloves pretty much anywhere still these days, even, you know, still go get some gloves. So gloves and lube, and you're just going to wait. You're going to just get your hand, if you can reach, so you can reach from the front or the back, whatever's comfy for you. If your body is too big and you can't do that and you truly need like assistance is something you really want to do. Um, there are other methods and you can use toys as well, but you want to get a really small toy. You and, and toys are tricky because anuses can be almost like vacuums and suck things up. This is why you'll find in hospitals that they have, I, I, I think it's just, maybe it's just our hospital, um, has a list of things found in anuses. Found rectally, sorry, found rectally, not anally, anally is the sphincter, rectally, there have been things that have been x-rayed found, found by half sticking in and out. It's because the anus is a bit of a vacuum and it will suck things in. It naturally will push things out as well, like poop. However, there, if you get something into a certain degree, when you go to squeeze your anus, it'll pull it right up. If you've not noticed that, you can test it with your finger because guess what? Your finger has a stopper at the end called your hand. So when you stick your finger in, it's not going to go usually past your fist. But heck, you know what? If you can manage to get your fist in on the first try, I'd be very surprised and confused because that takes a lot of stretching practice. That's a topic of another day. So for now, we're going to go with small finger even, pinky or point your finger, those are pretty strong. If you can manage it, you can use your middle finger, but you also have to be able to get like up and in in a certain way. So usually the pointer finger is good. You have a nice, it's like a stopper at the end with your fingers and you can just let it sit. So the rule of thumb is, or the rule of thumb I'm creating right now is that you lube it up, you wear your glove, you you go to the first, very first knuckle where that first bend is, that's your first knuckle. That's it. And you wait 30 seconds to two minutes. Takes a lot of patience, right? And you wait and you just, you wait and see if your body will relax. So even going in, your body should be relaxed enough that you can kind of get to that level. Now, one of the tricks and tools that doctors use or colonic practitioners use is they'll ask you to push out as if you're going to do a poop and then it kind of opens a little bit and then you can just place your finger there and wait and then it'll relax and it'll actually like sucking action suck in now i'm giving great details i'm sure so it'll suck kind of back in and then um you just wait and then if you want to go further you just go to your next knuckle and you wait 30 seconds to two minutes. And then if you're getting really brave, you can go all the way down. 
and then just wait. So that is for the absolute getting used to having your finger in there if you're wanting to do your own massage. So if you have scar tissue in there, uh, for example, if your scar tissue um, after having a child is near your perineum and your anus, you can get a finger in there and you can get your thumb and you can rub the perineum area and you can kind of rub together your finger and your thumb together as if you're playing the tiniest violin in the world. You can kind of get your fingers close to that. It's not going to be exactly that, but that's the best action I can describe as a descriptive video right now. For those of you watching the video, I'm sure you'll see what I'm doing. Um, so your finger will go in your anus and then where the perineum is, you can rub and you can just rub gently and you're going to use a loop and you're going to massage out any of the little nodules that are like scar tissue. So before we go to the next break, holy cow, who knew this show is going to have this much content? I will talk briefly at, after the next break about um, spiritual healing. If you'd like the questions on physical healing, definitely check out the article that I wrote that's going to be on Inspire Choices Network. Um, some questions to ask your anus would be things like, would you like to be touched? What kind of touch would you like? Would you be willing to relax and let go? Would you be willing to allow me in? What can I offer and gift you that would be kind to you? So those are some kind of questions I'm getting you to ask your anus while you're having a conversation with it around healing the physical. So we're going to be gentle. We're going to use lube, get some professionals involved. So the, we're going to head to our next commercial break real quick. We'll be back to wrap it up with some spiritual uh, insights. And that's going to be the end of the show. So stay tuned till this uh, end of this commercial. We'll be right back. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. Today, we're talking about healing with and through anal play, lots of different ways that I've worded this uh, title tonight. But um, what I feel is that we have, uh, we have like five minutes to go, and I'm going to give you guys the biggest wrap-up of all time of what, uh, not even five minutes to go, of the spiritual healing of this. So um, here's, here's the Cole's notes, is that our anus is most closer, closely connected to our root chakra called the Mudahara chakra. And I, I apologize if I am pronouncing that and like pronouncing it wrong. Um, so the 
Muladhara chakra, I hope I'm pronouncing it correct, is uh, most associated with excretion, with the anus, the perineum, the sacrament, which is a part of the sacrum. And what I know about this area is it's an area that we hide things. We hide our fears, our shame, all kinds of emotional stuff that we don't want to deal with. And spiritually, we hide things like our beliefs, things that we've been passed on generationally, things that we might have been passed on through culture. Um, it's the basis of our body. And it's, you know, when we look at it as excretion too, it's like, what am I not willing to let go of? So let's give a really simple example. I'm going to give you a simple example of how you can start to begin to tap into that energy. And you can just do this with breath work at first and just breathing in and noticing the area that is your root chakra. You can maybe notice it by your anus. Maybe it's like flexing. When you breathe in and out, you might notice like a let go and a squeeze and a let go and a squeeze. You just become aware of it through breath. Then you can add that finger to that as well and breathe. So this doesn't have to be extreme. This can just be you getting used to your body and becoming familiar and releasing some of these fears and different traumas, whether they're from this life or another life, like I mentioned um, in one of the segments about, you know, hey, what if, you know, you had a lifetime where you were in, um, you know, the Spanish Inquisition and somebody, I can't remember the name of that torture device, but the torture device where it was like a cone and they would open it up and somebody would sit on it and they would rip your anus apart. Because that's the kind of crazy people think of when they think of, um, you know, how to torture people. That, that's a torture, if I've ever heard of one. So, a lot of things that can occur with the spiritual on that is you can begin to trust yourself more. You can trust what you know about others more. You can get a sense of coming back into your body and into yourself. It's especially useful if you feel like you're always kind of like hovering outside of your body, connecting right to that root and connecting to that root in a way where you're physically getting contact in there is helpful for you doing it for yourself. So even meditating, you can just hold um, you can hold your perineum, you can put your finger on your, your outer anal, anal sphincter, you know, you can put your finger slightly inside too, to connect with the inner anal sphincter as well. So there's lots of options. And um, next week, we're going to go a little bit light on this show, we're going to be talking about erotic massage, uh, and just some tips and tools on how to do that for each other. So a little less deep than this show, but I hope this show is a great contribution to you. If anything comes up for you and you would like some contributions for your body or some coaching, please connect with me and um, connect with me through my website, melitzajelenik.com. I'm happy to uh, speak with you. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Jelenic. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.